Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. There is only so much healing work you can do by yourself. Only so much relationship work you can do by yourself. You, if you're listening to this podcast, are likely the type of person that has read the books, um, researched stuff. You've probably, you know, if you're dealing with sexual pain, then you've ordered those dilators. You've set up pelvic floor therapy appointments. Um, if you are in relationship distress, you've probably looked into individual counseling. Like you are doing the stuff. If you're single, I'm sure you've read the books or looked up coaches or um, you're, you're learning how to be a better version of yourself. Here's the thing about relationships. Relationship wounds are healed relationally. If you were wounded in the relational department of your soul, then it is going to take a reparative relationship to help you undo a lot of that stuff live in practice with a person and it doesn't always have to be a romantic partner it could be a friend it could be a family member it could be um it could be a romantic partner but we do need to get into relationship so that some of that stuff does get flared up and exposed in a way that it just it literally can't when you're by yourself, on your own, single, doing your stuff. And I would even say this with couples too, is one partner doing the work, pulling, pushing, and that will do stuff. It does a lot. And yet, you would be surprised to see how differently someone shows up in therapy, couples therapy versus one-on-one in individual. It's almost like two different projects you're working on. Two different angles, really. And the other side of this equation is acknowledging that if you are dating someone or in a relationship with someone or married to someone who is not doing their work, that's going to have an effect on you. It's either going to pull you back a little bit, especially if you're in like this anxious avoidant dance it could make you feel a lot more on the anxious side of the spectrum or the avoidant side. Or it could be that that person just kind of becomes a little bit of a wall between you and the type of relationship you desire or the type of person you want to be. Not to say that, again, you can do all your work in your side of the lane, but when it comes to that shared relationship space, like, you know, if we're talking about sexual intimacy, let's say you're wanting to have this type of sex where you you guys are able to communicate and share your thoughts and feelings and desires and dislikes, <laughs> but your partner is very uncomfortable talking about sex or shuts you down anytime you try to talk about it or initiate a hug, well, then, then it becomes a wall and it's like, well, how I, I can't on my own 
do the work to help you figure out your side of the street. It's just not possible. And so for one, if you do find yourself doing that, trying to do your partner's work for them, go ahead and stop that. Stop it right now. You're wasting your energy. If you are finding yourself trying to analyze mentally, why did they do this? Why did they do that? What could be something that would help? Go stop that. That's their work. You work on your side. And once you've done your work on your side and you realize the next step involves both of us, I need you to meet me here too. That's where it's time for a conversation. That's where it's time for a conversation and and or if you are the person that doesn't want to engage with the conversation, you just want to do everything on your own. I'm a I'm a focus on me, I'm going to focus on myself. I that's only going to work to an extent. We do need to step back into the relationship bubble to actually see what the next phase of growth can look like. And so whether this conversation needs to be with yourself, of you just realizing, oof, I have been avoiding actually interacting with my partner. I've been avoiding doing things differently when it comes to the way we communicate with each other. I've just been trying to do things my way. I've been trying to make it look like how I want it to look. I've been trying to drag them on my side. Maybe you can relate to those. Or maybe you're the person that's like, I I just, I know how this is going to go if I try to talk to them and I don't want to deal with that. Or maybe you're someone who's single and you're dating and you keep matching with partners who are not conducive to the type of relationship that you say you want. Okay, just like, that's something to address his self-sabotage let's find out why or it's just enacting old patterns over and over again because we don't know how to get out of the loop and again therapy i'll always say therapy but whichever flavor or variation of this you are there's a billion examples i could give the truth remains relational wounds are healed relationally so we need to get into relationship and start having healing moments, conversations, different experiences where you do one little thing different than you would have before and hoping for a mutual experience of that. We need that mutual. And you learn and grow from each other little bit by little bit and then set back and then move forward. So we need lots of patience. But for those of you who want so badly to to move into that like you hear me and you say yes I know I know I have there's a ceiling to my personal growth and that I I need that next step with my person I'm trying but they just won't meet me there they won't do the work I'm exhausted I'm tired I get that I feel that it feels powerless and helpless and hopeless and so maybe part of your conversation with yourself at that point is what's my margin for this what's my threshold how long am I willing to be patient and wait 
what little signs would I see in their efforts that would let me know that they're making some movement? And if I see no movement, what do I do with that? I can't answer that question for you. I can't give you permission to do or not do anything. But you may want to seek wise counsel or have an inner reflective moment to figure out what is the best way that I can thrive and create a version of fulfillment when my partner is blocking the other path that I want or when my partner is not yet ready to advance with me to the other path that I want because they could come around to it. Fully have seen it, fully believe in it. But in that in-between waiting part, what do I do? And these questions, this, this concept, it's hard to ponder. It's hard to engage with. And honestly, you're probably like, I don't have time to sit down and think about that. I don't have time to contemplate that. I don't have the emotional energy to think about that. And that's fair. But if you do, if you create time, These are the questions to ask. If you're dating, you're asking yourself if the types of people you're dating are helping you move towards a secure, loving, whole, intimate relationship, or if they're keeping you stuck in a pattern that's all too familiar. If you're in a relationship, you're asking yourself, is my partner growth-minded? Is my partner willing to grow? Not in necessarily the exact way I want them to, but in a way that is theirs and that feeds the relationship. And if you're married or have already created an entire life and together with a house and animals and kids, then you're asking yourself, what's my threshold for the, the patience of our life evolving together. If my partner does not want the type of life that I desire, the type of relationship I desire, how do I still find my version of intimacy and fulfillment and being nourished if they're choosing not to participate in that? Does it mean Investing more in, in friendships and, and things like that that can also feed your soul. Does it mean therapy and getting an outside perspective? Does it mean honest conversations with them about how to change the way you guys relate to each other? Or maybe for some, does it mean discussing if uncoupling is right for you? Either way, these all involve big conversations with self and with others. But you can't do it all on your own. You've got to engage, got to interact. I do hope that this episode provided some sense of clarity or an idea of a next step for you, whatever thought comes to mind. Um, of course, head to my website, myintimacytherapist.com. Um, check out the blogs and, and the quizzes and the downloads and see what will serve you and what you're needing right now. But um, you always know my heart for you, what I 
desire and what I hope you desire for yourself is that you would have a life and relationship where you can move more and more towards being fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We'll talk soon.